would be at risk of being exposed to an undiagnosed... KYBN, Brussels, Belgium. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's Just Chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. Views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN radio network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whichever that might be for you. You're listening to KYBN Radio 98.1 FM, your Bay Area Broadcasting Network. Welcome to Just Chat with Bree, Rock, Taylor, and Jose. We have some fun for you today. I and, well, myself and Taylor, we are representing the Seahawks because... That's just a great team, and no one can deny that, especially at this moment where we're, aren't we undefeated? I do believe we're undefeated. We are undefeated and number one. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) I'm sorry, I heard mumbling. What was that? All I heard was the bears, the bears, (laughs) the bears, the birds, the birds, the real birds, the eagles. Um, um, I think, okay, so first of all, the Seahawks are my number one team. The Bears are my number two team because I'm originally from Chicago. So I will go with the Bears. I don't know what kind of birds you're talking about. Are those hoot owls? I mean, what, what, what kind of birds are we talking about? <laughs> the eagles. The eagles. Oh, the chicken. The chicken. That's what we call birds. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. Um, at least we won the Super Bowl. Birds of a feather. Seattle, <laughs> Seattle, Chicago. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Chicago now has our MVP quarterback, so maybe that's why they're winning. Uh-huh. No, Ooh. just Chicago itself. Ooh. Come on. Ooh. We got the team in the back. Wait, 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 wait. When y'all had Mitch, y'all was in the ditch. Wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> 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 we took Mitch, we put it back in the dish, and we took your Nick, and then we're going to make goals, so that's fine. The Eagles will never oh, see another man. championship within the next 10 years, I give it. I'm sorry, wow. bro. The Bears no. are here. We we here. You know what? We've been here in 06, and they screwed it up. They screwed it up last year, but we are back, and clubbed up, baby. Clubbed up. Ooh. Ooh. Well, okay. um... Taylor and I probably beg to differ with that because, you know, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is that undisputed champion of coming back in the last minute of the game regardless. Every time you just can't I know. count and see him, I, you know? I haven't sat through a game and not been stressed out in the fourth quarter and I don't know how long. But we win. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> we do, and we do. We win. <laughs> I think you guys are just saying that because you like Sarah's music. That's all it is. It's like, uh-uh, nope, he had his first wife. Wasn't he married before? Yes. It was no, no longer than that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I hear bandwagoners. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nope, nope, real fast. <laughs> 
I'm well, sorry. At least, and, uh, at least, at least you guys aren't Alice Cowgirl fans. At least, yeah, you're not no, never. Yeah, because, you, know you know what? They, but they, I, 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 I have to say something positive about the cowboy. Cow, about Girl, Dallas. You got it right. Okay. Yeah, I, see? About <laughs> Dallas. Because my daughter is an avid, and I do mean avid Dallas fan. And I feel really bad because I don't think Dax is coming. I'm pretty sure he's not coming back. He messed that ankle up pretty good. They're not putting Dalton in. They're playing with the rookie, the rookie quarterback that they bring, they brought in. I'm, I'm not even sure why they're doing that. But I, I'm going to have to just stop and let's take a pause for Dallas because I did hear um, about a court case. The little boy was saying that he didn't want to, he didn't want to stay with his mom because the judge said, "Well, who do you want to stay with?" He says, "Well, I don't want to stay with my mom because she beats me. I don't want to stay with my dad because he beats me." But can I stay with the Dallas Cowboys? Because they don't beat anyone. You almost had. I was about to Google the Cowboys. It was really going on. But again, if even, even if I Google the Cowboys, I probably wouldn't find anything anyway, right? Uh-uh. No. Probably not. <laughs> but you have to look on the L. Right? <laughs> I was going to defend them, but, well, uh-uh. go Seahawks. <laughs> this whole segment just going to be bashing the, the Cowboys? No. Oh, well, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Let's, well, let's switch <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's so easy. I mean, it is. It is. They. Any of you guys? Yeah. See, uh, Stephen A. How he was dancing. Oh, he he ripped them a new one. But I, I have. Oh yeah. I got something for you. Okay. You know, in geometry, uh, math. You know, you have the pentagon, then you have the hexagon, and you have the octagon, right? Well, they have a new name for the star, the Dallas, the blue Dallas star. It's called Season Gone. Ah! Oh, that hurt, man. I'm not even a cowboy fan. Ouch. Ouch. I feel bad. My daughter's not even in the room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Bri, yeah, I, uh, I hope none of your listeners are fans of cow- the Cowboys. I know, right? I know. Go Seahawks. <laughs> That's right. Ooh. Okay, so let's, um, let's flip this... Uh, <laughs> let me flip this and let's go to a new topic now that we have all um, gone rah-rah for our team. And so the way we have it now, right now, um, the Seahawks are first because there's two of us. The Cowboys are second because there's one and a half of us. And then the birds at the wait, Eagles. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. The bears. The Bears. Yeah, where, where, where you get the cowgirls from? Nobody get the cowgirls. <laughs> oh, oh, because I was like, feeling so dog. bad. I was feeling so bad about it the way they were. Oh. You try to gain. Did I get the cow? up for their dancers, though. Yeah, that's, um, that's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they that that's historic right there. You know? <laughs> that is historic. Oh, my gosh. They have something um, going for them. 
uh, we we are going to have to flip topics because I I don't want the listeners to feel that we're being biased and that we're against any team. I wish all of the teams um, much success and that they can follow the Seahawks number one routine and that they may all fall right in behind them. Cool. Here we go. <laughs> But <laughs> now, now I will, I will, I will have to claim my West Coast team. That would be the Raiders. That's my okay, West now Coast. that's my third team. So now, uh, see, oh. we're all on one accord. The Raiders are my third team because uh, Seahawks are because you know, you know, my family's from Washington State, and then um, the Bears are because I'm a Cook County baby from Chicago, and my other, you know, the rest of my family's there. And the Raiders is that team that I would pick. You know, my bad boy team. That's the team that I would pick as my team if I didn't have a mandatory home team. Does that make sense? That makes sense. That does, yeah. I mean, you just yeah, follow yeah, a lot yeah, of little yeah. details. Okay, so all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so, Rock, have we got time to start a topic? No, no, let's use next segment. Okay, so well, listeners, now that we have gotten our sports fever out of the way, we're going to come back on our next segment with something positive reinforcing. Yeah. And that will be discussed on the next segment. Let me 
anywhere because there's more just chat with Bree to come. station heard around the world 24 hours seven days a week and welcome back to just chat with Bree. we got rock we got taylor and we got jose and okay so our first segment um we 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 talked a little bit of football just a little bit we may not have been um kind to all of the teams except for ours but um that's the way the sport goes right guys absolutely Okay. So now I I do have a um, a serious question I want to um, ask you guys and talk to you about. Yesterday, I passed several schools, and I know here in Arizona, at least nine schools have had to quarantine, like football teams and and that sort of thing. How is it where you guys are? We have Washington State. Um, we have. Phoenix, Arizona area, and we have Valdosta, Georgia on the line. So how is that going in your location? Yeah, Valdosta, our, last week we had our Winsville Classic with our Crosstown rival. And subsequent to that game, the entire band, which is over 450 members, has been quarantined as well as the football wow. team. So for the next two wow. weeks, there will be no football and there will be no band participation or competition. Wow. Wow. Taylor, how about so in Washington? Corona is not dead 
you know, folks need to understand you have to be diligent. And as Dr. Fossey said, the mask isn't to be political, it's to protect yourself from other people and also to protect other people from you. Folks don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. Right, right. Taylor, Washington, how's that looking up there? Um, Well, we live pretty close to a high school, and as far as I can tell from morning traffic, there are not people um, (laughs) in school um, physically. I'm a little bit outside of the, uh, you know, the know as far as what's going on with, um, you know, elementary, junior high, high school and all of that. Um, But from what I can tell, it's mainly distance learning. I know um, Carmina, my cousin, she's school age. She's a freshman. Um, I know that she's doing some distance learning, and um, they're not quite in school yet. But I think it varies here, at least in this state, by district. So I think some people are, um, you know, in school certain days a week. I think it really just depends on the area they're in, how rural it is, and how urban. Mm. Jose? Oh, you know, I drive around in the valley here in Phoenix, um, all over the valley. Um, I'm usually, I'm in the ASU area, and it's pretty much dead. There's no one there. I um, haven't heard any talk about it because of COVID. And I think they might have closed the campus down for now. As far as the high schoolers and the elementary school kids, they are not at school. They are out in the streets. They are riding their skateboards, and they are playing in traffic. So COVID is not holding them back at all. I have a you question know, for thought, you guys in each, you. Of your, each of your uh-huh. areas. Are the decisions to homeschool or virtual learning, are they being made by um, administrators who are sitting at home doing Zoom meetings, and are they requiring the teachers to go to the school and teach? I'm trying to figure out if you all are having some asinine decision makers throw instruction in the wind because they're having the teachers be in school. They want children in school, but they're making those decisions from their, the comfort of their homes on Zoom meetings. Why aren't they in the schools with the teachers? So I just want to know if it, you guys are finding that same type of thing going on. I'm seeing a lot of um, – what I'm seeing is a lot of the parents are deciding whether or not they want to either send their, school, their kids to school if they want them to do the e-learning. And I'm seeing a lot of people turn it down because a lot of parents don't have that time or ability, you know, to teach their kids whatever the uh, curriculum is. And they're having a really hard time because, you know, they aren't the teachers. And the teachers aren't there. They don't want to do the e-learning either, I don't think. Yeah, I've seen a lot of, um, of that as well, where it's more the parents deciding. And I think it might also vary depending on the age of the kids. You know, they're probably more likely to let a teenager who's going to be relatively independent, you know, be able to be online and do school will be easier for a parent versus, you know, a kindergartner who needs consistent help focusing and stuff, being on a computer all day. Yeah. Um, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I was talking with uh, Marcus, and something that I heard that was a little bit disturbing was that the parents that are sending the children to school were sending them to school because they're working from home, and the kids were making too much noise, so they needed them to go to school so that they can get their work complete at home. Wow. <laughs> And, and that, that was something that's really been said. Um, in other words, the parents don't have babysitters and the kids were making too much noise and they have to work from home and they want to work from home, so they send the children to school. Now, I don't know about anywhere else, but I know here in Arizona, the, every day, anywhere from 10 to 12 to 20 children are being sent home because they have contracted the coronavirus. 
Wow. Have I mean, you guys heard that in your area? I have not heard anything like that in my area, no. I think the only thing I've seen so it's, far is uh, uh, a couple of elementary school. I mean, not every elementary school, maybe like preschool, like uh, pre-K and stuff like that. That's where a lot of it is happening at. Those are the only schools that I see open right now are the ones for well, the way I, younger kids. I drove past two, two junior high type schools yesterday. The, uh, the reason I, re I recognize them as schools, they were private schools, but the reason I recognize them as schools is because the line was all the way out in the street and the traffic would stop. And people were, you know, I could see these school uniforms. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I can understand the parents saying, you know, that they have to work from home and this, that, and the other. But I'm going to go with, I still think people just aren't attuned to having their whole family at home. I just don't think they're attuned to having their families at home and being at home with them and that it's, it's too much for this new generation of people to have their, their family at home all day with them. They don't know what to do because they're, they've never had to interact. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of parents need to realize. I think a lot of them are not up to date with like how the computers and everything work. So that's still out there. But parents, please do not go in your children's room or where they're learning to get dressed, put on your makeup. Because I've seen so many videos of parents <laughs> walking into their kids' sessions, learning naked. Like, you have to put on clothes. Like, you know, imagine you're at work already, please. Have no more naked pictures of you know, your kids trying to learn. And you're walking behind. Just let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. Oh, I can't Taylor, you were ready to say something? <laughs> I lost my train of thought after that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's about that five videos a, within the last week. Five oh, my videos. goodness. I, and yeah. I, I don't know. Do they not know that their children are online? Oh, they know at the last minute when they turn around and they're, you know, running out of the picture. But everybody in the whole world can <laughs> everything by that point. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Ooh, That's hilarious. That is. You know, something that I have seen as well is the children are not going to class. They're not mm -hmm. going to class. And the reason I know that is because my daughter got a phone call from the school saying that my grandson wasn't in class. Now, I looked at him on the computer, and she looked at him on the computer. He had the computer open. But he was nowhere near logged in on class. So how many children are sitting at a computer but not really logged in? And are they learning anything? I think it's harder for the Good teachers question. to uh, teach them on the e-learning. Uh, a lot of them, you know, I think a lot of them are used to having them in person, you know, physically, right there in front of you. So, one, there's a lot of uh, disciplinary stuff that needs to be addressed. Because I've also, going back to the videos, I've seen videos of the kids. Now they're cussing the teachers out and just doing all types of wild stuff, smoking and everything. So there's no disciplinary there. Oh, you yeah, know, a lot I of parents are, mm -hmm, A lot of parents still have to go to work. So they're not home to, you know, discipline their kids while this teacher who gets paid to do this is trying to teach, you know, between 10 to 15, 20 students. Now you have four students acting out and there's nothing you can do about it but ask them to leave. Which is probably what they want in the first place. Yeah. More than likely. More than likely. Rock, do we have enough time to go to another topic? No, ma'am, we do not. We need to end. I was just getting ready to jump in there, so you beat me to it. But, ladies and gentlemen, right. we'll have to see you in a few minutes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Oh, 
And welcome back to Just Chat with Bree here at KYBN Radio 98.1 FM, your Bay Area Broadcasting Network. Today we have Rock, we have Taylor, and we have Jose, and we are talking on a variety of topics. We started off with football, then we started off with um, school, going to school and coronavirus, and Jose had a question right before we got ready to go off the air. I do, I do. I'm coming up on the uh, one-year anniversary uh, to a loss of one of my nephews due to gun violence. Uh, he was 16 years old in the city of Chicago. So I have a question for everyone on the panel here. Um, when are we going to start putting discipline, bring the discipline back to our homes? When are we going to start disciplining our kids and being nosy, stop trying to be friends with our kids? When are we going to start going in their rooms, turning their rooms upside down, looking for guns, looking for drugs? When are we going to solve this problem ourselves? Because I'm tired of seeing all of our younger generation being lost to gun violence. Well, so, there's Jose, a problem right I, there. Jose, here's what I think. We'll be able to do that when we start voting for politicians who see things our way about discipline. There's nothing wrong with discipline. Abuse is something totally different, but we got to get control back to the parents, give control back to the parents, rather, because our kids know now they can dial 911, and then here comes an agency and take them out of the home or takes their parents to jail. We have to stop being afraid of our children, and if it means having some corporal punishment back in the school, so be it. There's a difference between abuse and discipline. We got to get discipline back to these kids. Because if we don't, we're going to continue to lose them. That the gun violence in Chicago, as you noted, but there's also gun violence in Philadelphia, New York, Atlanta, everywhere. most, mm -hmm. yeah, everywhere. You know, you hear about it more so out of Chicago because of the major city. However, it's everywhere. We have, and yes, this presidential election is important, but our local elections are just as important, if not more, simply because those elections impact our daily lives quicker than anything that happens in the White House. Yeah, I 100% agree with local elections being super important. Um, but I definitely think that, you know, part of the answer, Jose, is in the question. I think parents really are often looking more to be friends with their kids instead of being their parent. The way that I kind of understand things and have understood things from my mom is that, you know, you're you know, you're a parent until your child is an adult and then you can be friends. It's kind of, you know, once you're done with the discipline and raising them, like once they have that respect there and they're a functioning adult, that's when you can form a friendship with your kids. And I think that, I don't know, just there needs to be like a healthy fear, especially in like children with their parents, if that makes any sense, a healthy fear. I don't want it to sound like I'm talking about abuse or anything, but oh, no. just See, I'm an adult understanding that there's consequences to actions. I'm an adult and I still don't curse around my parents. That's a healthy fear. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, well, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, now see, see now, I know that back in the day, a grandparent, you you better not say anything to a grandparent. But now the grandparents and the parents are so close in age. Somewhere in there, the discipline part got lost. We used to fear our parents. And Taylor, I think you can agree we fear our grandparents. Oh my goodness! We, we, yes, she's eighty years old, <laughs> and <laughs> I better not slip up around her. That's right. Uh, and, and listeners. Just so that you know, Taylor is my niece. And um, so when I say that in regards to grandparents, that's my parent who I fear. And we had her on the show a couple of days ago. And for those of you that heard her on there, you can tell she's a no-nonsense kind of person. She will laugh and joke, but she does not play. That is something that I think we have lost is the respect of elders. Anyone agree. agree with that or disagree? I agree. I agree. I agree with that as well. I do. Absolutely. Because I, I remember growing up as a shorty that when you're walking, 
walking on the street, a bunch of us youngsters, and if we saw a elderly person or a middle-aged person, we got off the sidewalk, let them pass, then we continued on. Now, the older folks are getting off sidewalk, sometimes crossing the street because you're not knowing what those kids are going to do and afraid mm -hmm. of them. And, and that, that should not be. That should not be. Look at the lady who was walking and the guy pushed her over and she cracked her head. I made a statement on Facebook that at 90 years old, first of all, I did not feel that she should have been out there unescorted. And if you could have seen the responses I got from senior people, we have a right to be independent. We have a right to do this. That is not what I was saying. I was saying if my mother is 80 years old and she's on a walker and she's not able to walk the way she does right now and there's a threat of someone pushing her over and she's out there by herself, I'm not going to stand for it. I, I cannot say what the young people will do nowadays because they target old people. You saw the girl that pushed the man off of the, the bus. She pushed him off the bus and the man died. There is no respect for elders. There's no respect for parents and the parents are afraid of their children. And so what went wrong with that? What happened with know. that? They let the kids My do what they wanted to do, and they raised themselves. Um, and and while the parents were working, the kids were raising themselves at home, and so they felt like they were grown enough to take care of themselves, and that they can talk back to the parents any way they want to. What I'm saying is, a lot of kids are out. Uh, there's a lot of they're selling a lot of drugs. There's a lot of uh, kids selling drugs nowadays, way more than you can imagine. And so they bring that money home, and they're they're able to pay a few bills. And a parent that might have been struggling is okay with everything. My father did not stand for that. If I went outside for 15 minutes I came back my room was flipped upside down because he wanted to know what I was doing what I was into at all times and he will tell you right in your face I'm going in there and I'm going to look for some guns I'm going in there I'm looking for drugs even with the respect thing if I was outside and any of my neighbors saw me disrespecting some uh, elder or anyone in, in general that was the you know I had to deal with that disciplinary action when I got home it's like you have to ah, but parents it. can't go in and flip rooms anymore they can't do that anymore it's a violation of their right however my mom and my father used to say as long as I'm paying this house note and you're not paying any rent, all of these rooms belong to me. Oh no, Bree. Uh, child's right. A child does not have any right. A child does not have. They have rights. Mm -hmm. They do not have a right to privacy. They do not have a right no. to privacy. If your name, if your name, like you, I'm pretty sure you guys have been told that too. My name is on this lease. I own this house. This is my place. You stay here. <laughs> I mean, exactly. So you stay here. You don't. You don't own this. If I want to go in your room and I want to flip your mattress over and pull your covers out and dump all your drawers up to look for what I need to look for and make sure that you're safe, I'm going to do that because I want to know what you're into at all times. I do not want to be on the news claiming how much, how good my baby was. Mm -mm, me I, I remember a time that one of my siblings was going to run away and my mom and dad said, okay, you can leave. Bye. However, leave all those clothes, all the jewelry, everything. You go out here butt naked. Said, but those are my clothes. No, they're not. I bought them. You didn't buy anything. Mm -hmm. So, of, of course, you know what happened. They took their happy mappy behind back to that room and sat down. <laughs> And plus, I feared my parents. Uh, I not feared them in a negative fear way, but I was raised that if my mom said no, I said yes, ma'am. Nowadays, if you say no, I've seen five-year-olds saying why, why, no, mm -hmm. uh, you you don't say no to me. And and I'm thinking to myself, ooh, ooh, do something, do something, <laughs> and 
Yeah. And and they don't do anything. And those are the children that are going to be running our countries here again, as I say, while we're on Elderly Island. Taylor, um, I know that you came up um, in a very nice, disciplined house. Have you ever thought of saying no to your mom um, out loud? I thought of it, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, my tendency as far as my personality goes, I've always been the type to sort of question, not necessarily authority, but just the way things are done. It's just how I think is like, okay, is this the best way that things can be happening? And, you know, when you're 14 and you're questioning <laughs> and their rules and stuff, obviously that doesn't come across um, quite as well or isn't as well received as you hope it will be. So, of course, there's been, you know, times where, you know, there's discipline involved because of, you know, an oversight on my part. <laughs> ah, I, you know, and I, I you can know, imagine you know, because, you know, your mom is happens. just so sweet. <laughs> That's what everybody says. That's what everyone tells me. Yep, she's so sweet, but you know, just like anything else, my sister does have that other side. She'll she'll start off with that, honey, no, don't do that, and then I'm pretty sure the full name comes out. And once that full name comes out, I think everybody knows to run. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I can remember I can remember those days of um, whenever I heard Sabrina Marie, and I was like, oh no, my government name is being called. Oh gosh. <laughs> you know, and I broke out of the sweat. Yeah. <laughs> and that's important to yeah. have as a kid just for structure, you know, to, I don't know, it's it's a way to guide, you know, your children to make good decisions as if, you know, kind of instilling, once again, I'll say my buzzword, that healthy fear. <laughs> <laughs> if they do something that they know is wrong, if they know that, hey, would my parents, would, would my government name be used right now if I was doing this? If my parents were here, would they be like, you know, cut it out? Yeah. And like what I get in trouble for this is kind of, I think, a good way to guide kids. And so you have to start at home with that. You know, just discipline, making sure you're guiding them to do right and wrong. And when there's pushback, discipline's necessary. Well, speaking of somebody who doesn't have kids, though. <laughs> <laughs> and that is just fine. You stay just the way you are. <laughs> I'm oh, speaking boy. on behalf of a concerned aunt. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Okay. All right, audience, we will be right back. You're my all, the part of 
soul, salsa and jazz artist Amaryllis. The Latin Phoenix is pleased to present a labour of musical love and a dream come true through her new single titled Meet Me on the Moon from the new forthcoming album Midnight Lover's Sun. Find Amaryllis at thelatinphoenix.com. The new single, Meet Me on the Moon, available on Amazon, iTunes and CD Baby. Also from other music outlets. Available now. Hi, Jeff Rich here from hsainsurance.com in Braintree. Have you received a notice that your health insurance plan is renewing? You owe it to yourself to check out our health insurance marketplace. Learn what thousands of Massachusetts small businesses already know. Shopping and enrolling among the top health plans in the state is a breeze. Contact your broker or go to hsainsurance.com. We have been helping Massachusetts small businesses for over 30 years, and I know we can help you. At hsainsurance.com, we are insurance benefits made easy. Bay Area's best in radio music from yesteryear and today. Welcome back to our final segment of Just Chat with Bree, Rock, Taylor, and Jose. We're talking on all kinds of topics today, just generally talking, listening. Audience, if you have any topics that you would like for us to talk about, by all means, please send them in to Just Chat with Bree at KYBNRadio.com, JustChatWithBree.com, Twitter, Facebook, um, you name it, just chat with Bree, it will pop up and we can discuss it. One of the things I did want to do before we go any further is to wish Tamara only and her twin sister happy birthday. Otis Jones, happy birthday. Melanie Rustemeyer, happy birthday. And let me see. Is there anyone else that we have? No. Why? Because those are the only people who submitted their birthdays. So make sure that you send your birthdays in so that we can wish you a happy birthday, bar mitzvah, anniversary, um, whatever, quinceanera, just happy, just be you day. So now, Taylor, I'm going to let you start off on our question in our last round. Yeah, so um, my question is just something light, something that I've seen, um, you know, talked about, you know, on Twitter, you know, whatever have you on social media. Um, As far as movies go, a lot of movies are getting delayed. Um, Theaters are closing down. Just kind of wanted to get perspective from other people on what they think of it. If they're fine with just paying 20 bucks for a movie at home and watching it, or if they miss that going out and watching stuff in the theater. Hmm. Personally, I don't watch that much. I'm not going to a movie theater because I was on an airplane the other day and I didn't like the way it was clean. So I'm definitely not going to a movie theater that I have to sit in a seat that 15 people have sat in right before me and I know they haven't vacuum cleaned or wiped down. I do. <laughs> I'm with I you on do that. Enjoy do that. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy Netflix. I enjoy Hulu. I enjoy 
Amazon Prime and I will binge watch the heck out of your movie. And so I personally think unless it's a drive-in movie, I think movie theaters might be a thing of the past. What do you guys think? All because of COVID, huh? Well, I miss the movie theater just having that personal time uh, with either uh, family in general or my wife. You know, I have a lot of memories just, just being able to get out of the house, but now you're stuck at home and, you know, like I said, bench watching. I watched The Walking Dead maybe about 10 times all the way through, all 11 seasons. <laughs> so <laughs> I do miss the movie theater. I miss the popcorn. I miss the drinks. Just overall good time, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I can see it from both perspectives. I miss the movie theater, being able to get out and, you know, just a different environment, seeing different people, you know. However, with COVID, it's just not safe. And I am content just staying at home binge watching movies because I, I want to protect myself and protect others. And it, it's just we're living in such a, a, a dysfunctional time. You know, it's just crazy. I'm, oh, it is tough. It's tough. And especially, it's, well, I mean, let's see. It's Jose, you have your wife and kids. and It's tough for a brother to try to, you know, meet somebody, really, because, yeah. hey, you know. Oh, yeah, your that's another thing, dating. Yeah. Dating, yeah. I think yeah. everyone's yeah. online yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. people online. are online dating. And, and, yeah, but see, um, that online dating is just tough, too, because you got so many people that put a picture online, and when you meet them, they're not that same person, okay? Oh, yeah, catfishing is a real issue. <laughs> they are, <laughs> but they're two three years younger. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, on, you're no, a young person. Deep. How is the dating scene? Right now, I don't know. It's like I, I would have to echo what he said. It's it's tough because everything's online, and then also with COVID, it's kind of hard to know. Um, you know, I feel like different people, different places are on different pages as far as you know social interaction and like new people and and that kind of thing. It's it's tough with with COVID and what's going on to kind of make that judgment. Where do you guys see? Um, where do you see us in a year? Just I mean, just say a year because right now. Um, movies, well, anything social. Uh, I don't even really watch the sports on TV because it drives me crazy to see those little paper people sitting in the, in the background <laughs> when they do the canned noises. I watched wrestling the other day. They were echoing so much on the microphone, and then they were putting the canned cheers in. I, I know that they have to still participate and do things, but one thing you can say is not having people around makes a big difference in how you view things, how you inter in interact with them, how you enjoy them. Uh, football, they're allowing, what, 12,000 people to go. But that 12,000 people, will they ever be able to go to another game because they've infected each other? And, and that's something that you have to think about no matter where you go. Restaurants, I see our, I see our restaurants are jam-packed with people, and there are a lot of seniors. They don't have masks on. I went into Applebee's to get a takeout order, and everybody in there did not have a mask on. Their masks were sitting on the table and they were laughing and talking and yesterday I saw something which was horrid. Um, two homeless people fighting. Uh, she threw the phone on the ground. He spit at her to where I was sitting at the light and could see the spit come out of his mouth on her and I, I just think everybody's gone crazy. The world has gone crazy and are we going to get back to normal and if so how do we do it? That's a good question. I think, I think with the uh, corporations and everything, the reason 
they're opening back up. It's because they're losing a lot of money due to it. People can't go out and enjoy themselves. I think a lot of these big chain places are going to actually go under. And in, a, in, in some sort of light, I think it's actually a good thing. Now it's going to give, like, the smaller people a chance to, you know, hey, let's go open up a movie theater, you know, or let's go open up a restaurant. I see a lot of new businesses popping up because a lot of the older and bigger chains are actually going out of business. They can't handle not having people and not having customers, you know. And I think that since people see that they can't go out and have fun, that's actually adding to it as well. Yeah, I've seen that too with, um, you know, kind of new businesses cropping up um, because they're able to adapt a lot faster than someone that's, you know, than a big chain that has to make changes, you know, nationwide um, versus a mom and pop type shop that can kind of flip things around really quick and become successful, um, you know, and just make changes a lot faster. So hopefully, you know, that does provide at least some sort of new normal um, for small businesses at least. Do you guys see us with masks on in a year? Are we going to still have masks become a norm? (laughs) trend. I kind of hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I was at the DMV um, probably about a month ago and this little kid was like coughing up a lung and you know how little kids don't cover their mouths, they don't do anything and I was so ready to kind of like look over like oh my gosh this kid but he had a mask on and I was completely unbothered by it because he was coughing (laughs) behind me but he had a mask on and I was like oh this is something that would ordinarily (laughs) make me kind of want to move or shift in my seat but it was covered it was all fine so I'm kind of okay with it in certain public places doctor's offices things like that I think are you know I think it's maybe better to have masks on in those places but I hope it's not you know kind of a permanent thing I think we need to get a little bit more trendy on the mask you know I I, I don't want to keep seeing blue masks every day or uh, bandanas but I think they need to get a little bit more trendy on them and I actually saw one guy he had like an acrylic looking mask and it actually glow in the dark and everything and I was like alright you know I can see myself wearing that every day all day for work or just out in public I'd rather have a face shield because you know the mask covers folks up and you can't really see what they look like you know I mean again I'm going into like the dating realm like hey (laughs) your your body looks like but wait a minute what's behind that mask you know I mean are you Godzilla's second cousin I mean I don't know you know what I mean yeah Brock, can I ask you, Brock, I have if a they had a, that's what I was going to ask. Yep. If you had one that had an eagle on it and glue up and glitter and everything, Brock, would you have a problem wearing that one every day? No, I, I'm not going to have that glitter stuff on it. I do have my eagle's mask. I do have an eagle mask. <laughs> <Okay. But laughs> it, it's subtle. It is subtle, Jose. It's subtle. Yeah. It's subtle. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, I, I am seeing a lot of people now wearing those clear masks and... Um, I see a lot of the older people wearing the clear mask, but what I also see is a lot of children not wearing masks because they throw tantrums when their parents are trying to put them on, and so the parents don't let them have them on. And I think it's um, not, um, hmm. yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm, I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's cool at all. But I do. That's my where discipline has to come in. You need to right. whoop that little child behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, and five people take a cell phone picture of it while you're you're going to jail. You know, right, right. Someone has right. to stand up, Bree. Someone has to stand up. Yeah. You know, when you Walmart and that kid is yelling, someone just got to yell out, hit him, you know, or something. Well, well, what did John Lewis say? <laughs> Get in some good trouble. I think that would be mm-hmm. good trouble. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. true. That's true. Well, you guys, um, do we have anything that we want to talk about before we sign off for the night? Stay positive. Be safe. God bless. Taylor? Yep, I think that about sums it up, yeah. Jose? Hey, man, it's almost that time. Everybody go out and vote. That's all. 
go do our job. And again, like everyone else said, be safe out there. I would like to thank you, Taylor, for coming and spending time with us. Um, well, we got three generations on here, and so I I appreciate you coming on and representing the younger generation. Jose, I thank you as always for coming through and hanging out and putting in some thought with with your topics and questions. Rock, as always, I appreciate you and thank you for being here. I I enjoyed our, our conversations and our topics today. And audience, if you have any conversations that you'd like us to approach and discuss and give some opinions on, please let us know. Tweet us, Instagram us. Um, just get a message to us somehow. It would be greatly appreciated. And if no one has anything else that they'd like to discuss, I'm going to sign off for today. And we will see you in the morning. Much love, guys. So long. Bye. Bye. Stayed in